Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. This year, I've joined two neighborhood book clubs, and this fall, it was my turn to choose a book for us to read. I picked Silas Marner. I hadn't read the story in probably 10 years, so it was nice to revisit. My first exposure to this book was on an old children's TV show that I watched as a little girl, and I later read the story for myself as a teenager. Silas Marner, the main character, is a friendless weaver living on the outskirts of a small village called Ravelo. He moved there as a young man after being unjustly accused of theft in his religious community 15 years before the main events of the story. After an unfair conviction based on the drawing of lots, Silas gave up all religion, focusing instead on a golden idol, the money he earned from his work. He's always been strange, distant, and cold in the community, not to mention that he's an outsider. But one day, Silas's gold is stolen. Frantic and depressed, he becomes a more sympathetic figure to his neighbors. They begin reaching out to him, and he stops sending them away. Silas is both nearsighted and also suffered from fits that might qualify as seizures. One cold winter's night after the theft, Silas has one of these fits, standing at his open door but seeing nothing. In the meantime, a golden-haired toddler wanders in. When Silas recovers and sees her curls by the fire, he thinks at first that his savings have been returned. But when he realizes the truth, he follows her footsteps to find her mother, frozen in the snow after an opium dose. Silas chooses to raise the little girl himself, naming her Epi after his mother and his baby sister who had died. This leads to his forming a close friendship with a neighbor woman, Dolly Winthrop, who helps him to learn how to raise a daughter. Epi becomes more precious to Silas than his gold had ever been, and he starts attending church again with her, and he learns to trust. Epi grows into a woman of 18. She passed a joyful childhood and plans to marry Dolly's son, Aaron. They want to live together with Silas, taking care of him as he grows old. One day, some fields are being drained, and the quarry near Silas's hut is emptied of water. In the quarry, the remains of the old squire's wayward son, Dunstan, are found with Silas's gold. The squire's oldest son, Godfrey decides that this is a sign that all secrets will be revealed at some point. He confesses first to his wife Nancy, and then to Silas and Epi, that he is Epi's biological father. No one knew about his first wife, Molly, or their daughter because he regretted his marriage and wanted to be with Nancy instead. Nancy has turned out to be barren, so they have no children together. They want to adopt Epi, but she flatly refuses them, saying that she cannot possibly leave her father, Silas. Epi and Silas take a trip to his old home, the church at Lantern Yard, to see what has become of the people there. But his community is gone, replaced by a large factory. They return to Ravelo, and Epi is happily married to Aaron. This story is beautiful in many ways, but it took me years to understand why it touches my heart the way it does. Each of us face trials in our lives, as Silas does in the story. He's convicted of a theft that he did not commit, 
because of planted evidence and the drawing of lots. He loses his trust in God and man and wants nothing to do with either one. But another trial is what eventually restores his faith in both. Silas comes to learn that the world is not as bleak as he thought it was. He says, there's good in this world, and it makes a man feel as there's a good more nor he can see, in spite of the trouble and the wickedness. When we are faced with darkness, we cannot drive it away by shutting out the love of God and our fellow men, but we can by reaching toward the light that comes from the Lord. As we reach out to those around us and follow the promptings of the Holy Ghost, we can serve and be served in times of need. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 